It's a stupidly small podcast. It's Tuesday, 13th of June, 2017. Hello, Lord. Hello, Stuart Barrel. It's 13th of June. How did that happen? Etc. So uh, welcome. So depressing. Welcome to your uh, home soil. Yeah. What? Well, is there anything worse than uh, the well, Thank you. Today marks the first day of back to reality, weird. back to working. Well, I might find that. Um, back to reality. Yeah. And back to, well, what could be loosely described as the rat race. And Really? You know, the rat race. You live by the beach, <sighs> yeah, you work whenever you yesterday. feel like it, and right. well, it you has to keep be done, posting right? photographs of, like, pretty drinks with, like, you know, a fire in the background. So yeah. forgive me if I'm not feeling too bad for you after your two-week jaunt. Yes, but coming home, you know, you never appreciate a holiday until you're back, do you? Uh, and, um, oh, God. You are not, it, perhaps you are not an appreciator. Perhaps you're one of those people who, for whom the grass is always greener elsewhere. Oh, you think? Well, I don't know. Are you, do you ever go, this is it? I am so happy now. This is 100% it. I think you I'm do when sure. you're like having a domestic, like nice time. Like when, when things are clean and you've just made yourself some food and there's clean. a fire on and the dogs yeah. are quiet. I feel yeah. like that is like your, that is your only place where it's not a grass is greener moment. Oh, I don't know. I mean, yesterday I was walking along the beach um, with a couple of animals and a couple of friends and I thought this is pretty nice, you know, like. Um, <laughs> this is what we're supposed to feel sorry for you about, is it? You're walking down the beach yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> with two friends or some friends and, uh, and some animals. Yeah. It you know, does I can sound tell terrible. you one You're thing. Right. My mm. dogs, and I said to the person in the car with us, I said, if my dogs could talk, you know, if they could actually communicate properly with humans, not just bark at us, yeah. um, they would definitely say, Father, when I die, I want to be cremated <laughs> and have my ashes scattered on this beach. There is right. no yeah. happier <laughs> point. I mean, I, I'd imagine when I watch my dogs and they're, um, uh. they're sleeping. Yeah, and uh, and they're twitching away, you know, yeah. they're running in their sleep. Yeah. I they are definitely dreaming of being on that beach. It that, is their one happy. And that's not their a one dog happy on place, the beach. Happiest place. A dog on the beach is, is there's not much happier in in the world is there than a dog on the beach. And imagine how their lives changed when you took them from the city where they had no backyard no. to where you are now, where they just romp on a beach for like like every single day. And they have a backyard and they have a park across the road. I mean, they just must be just the happiest little hounds that ever hounded. They're pretty um, handy. Now, can I just say, Lauren Clark? Yes, <clears throat> We sorry, are talking yeah. holidays and I just had a couple of <clears throat> things. I mean, because it, it is great to holiday, I'm right? glad you made it back. Well, thank you. Uh, we almost didn't. Um, right. That's... You know, we did. We had the classic running through Singapore airport, no, move out the God. way, oh, come on. No. Oh, because so our stressful. flight was delayed at one end, so... To make the connecting, there was already a narrow margin because what had happened actually oh God. in my, uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week on the podcast, but mm. um, we, the airline had sent us an email mid-December. Mm. I mean, mm. who reads emails in mid-December? You did. You did say this. I yeah, can't believe right. you didn't. You're so, an absolute fool. But we got on a flight then. <laughs> so you know the story. We got on a flight. Yeah. Uh, but then that flight was delayed an hour and we only had like a bee's whisker between the flights initially. Mm. In fact, we had a woman sitting next to us. Mm. Who started kicking out the biggest stink? She's like, "Move me to the front of the plane." If I, you think I'm angry now? If I miss my plane, you will see anger. And I'm thinking, "Wow, 
What is this? Uh, what has this steward done to uh, other than make just come over to say you're going to be okay? We'll make sure it's a connecting flight with our our airline. We'll get you there. It's fine. Well, uh, rude, just rude. Anyway, mm. she was going to another destination. I think she was going to Sydney, of course. <laughs> so I was I think, say, hell. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. We got we so rather than being able to do our duty for e-shopping, of which you know I would would have bought my. I can um, only imagine you duty free shopping. I would have bought my allowance in liquor. Let's just say that <laughs> legal yeah. allowance, if not a little a little effort of getting a bit more in. Yeah. Um, of fine whiskey, uh, just to sip on. Uh, and remember the trip. But, of course, we we didn't. We had to run. You can buy it at the other end of Melbourne, but by the time you land in Melbourne, you want to – you yeah, just want to get out of the airport. Yeah. I'm not shopping. You know, no, I'm getting no, through totally. customs. It's again, you know. I know. Let's delay our arrival home. <laughs> yeah. It's Sunday morning. Let's shop for whiskey. No. Nah. So uh, no duty-free on this occasion, although I did smuggle back uh, two uh, bottles of beer of um, – a Vietnamese beer that you can't get here, apparently. Okay, so we don't condone ratings. that sort of thing. As yes, somebody pointed out, by the illegal. way, yeah. but somebody pointed out um, on our social media pages somewhere uh, over the last week, why are we a G-rated podcast? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> continue. Many, uh, because, uh, you know, we are always just being so careful of that rating oh, right. and it yeah. just we step over that line. We don't, Apple, by the way, incidentally. We don't. We don't but we step very close to it a few times every now and then. Anyway, continue. Yeah, so anyway, look, just a couple continue, of things. Continue. Uh, yeah. Just on getting back, first of all, is it just me or is – I have no idea when it comes to tipping etiquette. So I hate it, tipping etiquette. Oh, and it stressed me no end. So stressed. You don't know what's too much. You don't know what's uh, too little. Uh, you don't so know what's worse. offensive. You don't know if you should be doing it at all. I know. In the end, like my last tip of the holiday, I ended up chasing a bloke to give him the tip. So I reckon when you, <laughs> That's when, you, awkward when, you when you go, excuse me, hang on, wait. He's like, no, bye-bye. No, hang on, wait, wait. You got money hanging out of your hand. I reckon when it gets to that point, then you're it feels probably dirty and wrong. That's right. Yeah, and no, he wasn't expecting weird. it to be no, grateful. He no, took no, it. No, that's terrible. So that was bad. That was for the guy who gave us a transfer to the airport. Oh, no, that was the second last tip because yeah. then I did another uncomfortable one where we went and had dumplings at the airport because yeah. uh, we had the delay. We were just sitting around and needed to kill time. Yeah. And then so we paid on card. Yeah. But then I'm like, where's your tip jar? And the guy's like, what? Uh, yeah, your tips or something? Tips? Oh, I tipped him. They, you know. They they get so little amount of tips, obviously, in this joint. They're right. like scurrying around looking for the box, you know, like <laughs> start blowing dust off it, basically. Like, Here it is. And by the time it actually got there, um, I, I'm just I'm thrusting money at this poor woman, you know, and uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, no, I'm like, here, here. So we, she eventually just st- – she takes it and is standing there like I've just handed her uh, – you know, I've picked up a, 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 a Barker's egg and I've handed it to her in a bag saying, can you take care of this? She right. was like with such disdain. She was just looking at like, and then they located their box and I think they put it in. Then I heard them all laughing oh, when I walked dude. out, like and talking and laughing. So I didn't know whether or not, well, like, wow, we got a tip or wow, man, that guy's a joke. Right. So it, and it happened all the way through. Uh, no, it's and so I, then I gave, you know, the receptionist some money and she's like, uh, just like they quickly scurry it away. I gave the guy who carried our bags some money, uh, and like he was like Mr. Friendly to me the whole time. Like always hanging around. As soon as you got a tip, put it in his pocket. I never saw him again. So then I think they oh. must accept it and then move on to their next mark. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. so I very and it was just stressing me out the whole time. It, it was for me. It no, was that's a, very. That's a- 
that's a stew stress. Like, I mean, that's an anyone stress, but for you, that's like, that involves oh. a few of your things that you like, are slightly phobic. I mean, and, and I do like tipping, you know. I know I'm, you do. I'm, I'm, I'm I know. Not, I'm not like you. I don't go oh, and no, walk don't. around handing out $20 and I was just being nilly, nice to you. I did oh, I not say. So. You are back. just, oh, God. Anyway, anyway, so we finally get there. The tipping had been done for the holiday. We're checking in. God, it really annoys me that you've painted me as that. I know that you know, did it because it would annoy me, but it, it still annoys me. Anyway, continue. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I told the story of the microphone last week, right? Yeah. Of being dragged behind into the bowels of uh, whatever airport it was, yeah. um, Ho Chi Minh or whatever, and, and eventually getting let out of the city. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so this time I put the microphone, this bloody microphone that's back in its home now, so it's okay, it's not going to cause any international incidents, uh, into the hand luggage, right? I thought, okay, I'll stop the trouble, goes back in the hand luggage, and through the x-ray goes, and beep, boop, and I'm standing there, and my bags didn't come out, then there's about four or five of them looking at the screen by this stage, I said, (laughs) it's a microphone, they're going, what? They, they can't understand me, of course. The English. Did you mime? What, what? One thing you can mime is a well, microphone. Well, I said microphone, microphone. No. But did you, you put your hand up to your mouth, like hairbrush style? No, but. Nah, idiot, fool. I should have. I should have. Yeah. But I didn't need to because one of the army uh, blokes that was uh, about to put me in the slammer again mm. uh, came over to my bag with everyone over there watching him. And I showed him. Oh, he made me open it up and I said, look, microphone, microphone. He picks it up. Ah, says it, and turns around. Oh God! And and starts miming like he's on stage. Go microphone! He's singing into it and sort of doing a bit of a dance. And everyone's like, "Ah, oh, microphone!" And like, and it was all fine. And on both occasions, I, so I was going, "Why did I not get a mime?" Photo? I am so glad that mime got you out of international trouble. Well, he did it, yes, but at least it finished on a happy note. So we had a guy singing oh, into the microphone to his uh, other security friends, all in uniform, uh, and I, I was allowed out of the country, thank God. <laughs> but, you know, oh, I did so one good. thing, and yes. tell me if I should be angry about this. Good, I there love was, it. Yep. Well, I got home one day, and my housemate who came with me on the trip uh, was off. So she did yeah. a cooking class, so I was left mm-hmm. to my own devices for some time. And so I went back to the hotel and I'd noticed that the, the cleaners or the maids or whatever you call them had not been through the room at that point. Mm. So I thought, oh, well, I'll just get this holiday get any worse. I'll go to the pool and wait then. <laughs> Have I not so I head, Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I headed down to the pool and had a swim and just hung around. Then I went to go back up and noticed that the cart was at the front of the room. Go, okay, this, aren't, this shouldn't take long because we're not the people uh, that go into a hotel room and suddenly turn into teenage boys again and just like throw things around and like no, our room when we leave. You pride yourself on that, I imagine. Yeah, when yeah. we leave, our room looks like the maid's been in there. So Such the bed's fully made up. Um, the towels are all nice. We don't get fresh towels. We don't get the, the sheets changed If much. you could, you would have washed them all. I know you know. I know. I know what you're um, like. The rubbish is sorted into recycling oh, and you're everything. you're such a dork. You call um, me a dork, honestly. No, I'm not a dork. I like to leave the room clean. Everything's like because like, in Vietnam they give you those little uh, – Bamboo thongs to wear in your room, so you're not wearing your shoes. So we we, we lay load those up in the line. Everything of ours is folded in the cupboards. There's nothing left to chance. It looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, so I anyway, it. yeah. We, it's just we are, funny that you. It's just funny how you've managed to 
Uh, classify me as a dork and a nerd and a no fun, like no party type, non-tipping, <laughs> etc. Mm. When you know there, it could be said, Stu Farrell, that you're yeah. a little bit uptight in such uh, in regards to uh, some of the follow some of the above uh, themes just in your your life generally. But anyway, continue. Don't that. Don't no, say, don't. No, you know no, what you're trying true. to do? You're, you're gaslighting me. Mm-hmm. You're slowly building. <laughs> I'm not sure that means. I've read it a few times because I was in a job once where um, I sort of got bullied. Uh, I think you might have as well. And uh, and then so I end up reading about uh, malignant that's a, uh, narcissism. That's actually not a joke. That's not. A that's joke. not. That's what I mean. Uh, yeah. But the gas. So I was trying to read about gaslighting. And I think that's what you're doing to me. That now. is. I think that is what gaslighting is. Well, no, it's not really. It's a, it's about making you doubt yourself. Hmm. Right. Um, oh, so it's so, not about planting seeds in other you know, people's about minds to seeds. help you and, doubt and, yourself and to reaffirm uh, what's trying to happen in other people's minds? Yeah, uh, no, I think it's more about yourself, but I'm going to look it up now that you've said that. It's a great term. Right. I kind of love it. Uh, form of manipulation that seeks to sow seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or members of a group, yeah, hoping to make targets question their own right. memory, perception so and sanity. basically, Lauren's gaslighting me, ladies and gentlemen. So what's, hap- <laughs> so what's happened is we are the, we are the maid's friend. It's funny because you know what I'm doing? I'm right, I'm perpetuating a pattern that you have um, that you have uh, undertaken since the start of the podcast. So you've gaslit me for now right. how many years? So n- and now couple. I'm trying to turn the tables and gaslight you. So uh, we're just back. basically gassing each other. So yeah, we're sitting in it. one gassiest room and nobody <laughs> light a match. Now, Lauren. Yes. Yep. So I'm point the, is, choose a dork. We've all learned something. Yeah. That's gaslighting. Uh, so I'm made best friend, basically, right? Mm. And also, just while we're here, in terms mm. of perpetu- um sorry, myths about people, you yeah. know, you're me and, I'm, and you're like, father, father, fetch the such and such and I live in a mansion and things That's like right. that. You're like forever on holiday and like running on the beach and you don't have a job where you have to turn up to work. I do. Like, did you tell me I don't have a job? Out. No, you do. But it's like. I have to turn up for like, work every day. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's right. In your undies I'm at like three o'clock in the afternoon. No, no, I don't. Oh, I, don't, I went to ding and it didn't. Ding I don't properly. think you. I don't work like that. I work. No, I'm turning the tables. I'm going to. I'm going to start casting you in a similar light to how you've cast me for so long. Okay. Um, anyway, continue. So, uh, I've gone back and the and the maid. You know, ten minutes later, the maid's cart's still there. Right. Sorry about the background noise. Yeah. Yeah. I know. What is going on there? Uh, and yeah, so. Who knows? Yeah. And so I had to um, go back to the pool. And then another 10 minutes, I look, I go back, I look, I said, it doesn't take this long to sweep the floor. I mean, that's, if they had anything to do, it would be that. That replaced a bottle of water, right? Yeah. So I've gone, I'm going up to see what's going on. Oh, my God. And I'm on the second, we're on the second floor. It's a three-story building of the uh, Maison Vie Hotel. Very nice. And uh, I walk up the, the marble stairs and walk along uh, admiring the beautiful architecture and palm trees as I... Approach my room, room yeah. 207, yeah. and uh, the door's cracked. You know, it's open, so they're in there. Well, I thought okay, it was okay, one yeah. person. Okay, no, no. Because the weird yeah. thing is, the weird yeah. thing is, every day we'd get back to our room, yeah. and I'd turn on the TV, and it'd be on a Vietnamese, this Vietnamese channel. I felt a bit like uh, oh. Goldilocks. Like, who's been, you know, sitting oh. in my... What's, just felt like it being a little bit worn in a bit. Oh. So it uh, 
So I go, I, so then I, the door's cracked, you know, so half open, a little bit open. Yeah. So I go to push it and I feel it pushed back on me, right? Because I hear all this yap, yap in there, but I've opened it enough to see the pe- three chicks and one standing on the door. They're all sitting on the floor watching telly with the air conditioning on. And I've, no, so I push back the door back and they're all like getting up going, ah, blah, 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 um, you know, ha, 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 ha. And I'm going, oh, hello. I said, sorry to interrupt. And it wasn't being, I wasn't being a smarty. I was like, oh, sorry to ruin the party, guys. They're like, ah, ha, 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 nervous laughter. And I said, oh, look, I can wait out here for you. Um, and they go, oh, no, 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 they grab me and stuff. And, uh, and they just sort of, you know, fix up the bed a bit and off all, all they went. So they were just having a bit of a break in the room there, uh, watching their favourite show. Where the air but was it like, was it like picnic style? Had they, you know what I mean? Like, did they look like they'd been there for a while and they turned the aircon on and they were... Well, the aircon's on because it was so hot. We went the hottest time of the year. I mean, year. so fair enough they put the aircon on if they're cleaning up and stuff. But like... No, they're watching TV. So they looked settled in? Yeah, they're sitting on the floor chatting and uh, it's like, a, you know, four, four women. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> not cool. That's weird. Well, that's oh, I thought it was weird too. But no, that's, I, I, I wasn't I, angered by it at all. I, I thought, well, you, you know. You would have what? been if something had gone missing or something. That would be the thing. Well, that's or, the thing. I don't, like, yeah, but I don't think that they were there to go through no. our stuff. They were there just to enjoy the cool surrounds and maybe and watch probably the Vietnamese version of Home and Away. boss you know? who won't let them talk in the hallway, so they just like go into was, like a room yeah, where they yeah. think, yeah. No, totally. I'm and on you know what? Side, maybe because our like, room was so clean that they pretend to go in there. Oh, yeah, so, I knew you would find some way so of having the, pride about your room. No, oh, let's so for go the, to the clean room. The regular room. Joe Slob Traveller that um, thinks that, you know, they can just throw everything around and someone will come it's and clean it up you. for them. No, you're wrong. That might take half an hour to clean. No, you're wrong. It's but the they go, hello, girls, let's all meet at 2.07 because we know that guy is Mr. Magic. Oh, we only ha- we only have to put two bottles of water and sweep the This is the one that everyone floor. in the whole of the country thought was incredibly hot, and they couldn't keep their hands off as well. I know, it? handsome, Isn't that right? I think handsome. <laughs> they use the word hot. They use handsome or good looking. We um, um yeah. we once watched a movie. I went to the movies with uh, a couple of my mates in like 1945. I was going to say that would have been a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and the movie was absolutely terrible. It was called something like. What was it called? Anyway, and the idea was, in fact, I think we left. I think it was that bad that we left. But, um, it was a tin it, cup with Kevin Costner. No, it wasn't. But you know your reference, movie references are always very different from mine. It was <laughs> some, it was, I think it was called Made in Manhattan or something and it starred. Oh, Sarah Blesco. No. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I know no. who you're talking about. Sandra you know, Bullock? Um, no, no. Nah, I don't Made think so. Made in Manhattan? No, I don't think so. And they were maids. And they yeah. had to, oh, yeah, really? Lady Manhattan, here it is. Um, and they had to, what's her name? Lopez, isn't it? Um, anyway, they had to, yeah, Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo. And they, and they. Ralph Fiennes, Tyler Posey. They uh, started, and, and the first scene. Unless it's a different, unless I'm confusing my movies. The Bob first Hawks scene 2002. Is, oh my God. The first scene is mm-hmm. them in, and we used to get free tickets to the movies, which is why we went to Turd Films all the time. And this Amy one. Amy Sedaris? Amy Sedaris is in it? Yeah, she played Rachel oh, Hoffberg. I'll watch it. Anyway, um, Dread it by was... Wayne Wang, to say no. Wayne Wang. I'm glad you um, thought it was important to tell us that. Anyway. Wayne Wang. Okay, Stu, good. Anyway, we watched this movie and the start of it is, and they're wearing like maids outfits and they're cleaning out people's rooms and it's absolutely disgusting. Like it is really degrading and hor- horrific what they have to do and all well, the things they, they find. Across. And like, yeah, it's just gross. Like used condoms. 
like just a bunch of stuff, right? And and Undies. she and my friend, who I'm going to name check here because okay. um, is Mal. She is famous in our friendship group for being like um, just positive all the time. Like she just she famously said once, um, like. 5.30 in the morning when everyone was getting ready for work or something mm. and everyone's kind of just miserable and depressed because it was like the middle of winter and blah, blah, blah and they were in the kitchen making toast and she famously said, oh, how good is toast? And it was like oh, everyone thought, wow, how can you ever be that? people like that? No, no, no. <laughs> You're such a horrible human <laughs> being. Anyway, she's the best. She's a total enthusiast. Right. And, <clears throat> and she turned to me and uh, my other mate, Tim. Steve's. Or no, Tim the Dipstick. Correct. Um, uh, he's not Tim the Dipstick. And I don't really understand how he got that nickname. It's incredibly unfair of you. I think just, you came up with it. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're just the worst. This is what I mean <laughs> There's about actually fr- the, genuine frustration in that. <laughs> I've decided that you need to, I need to start pushing back on the way that you, you have defined me and my friends according to. What would you rather people, be called? Tim the Dipstick or Wang Wang? Anyway, so I'm sitting next to Wang Wang and um, Mel and Mel turns to me and she goes, let's be maids. <laughs> anyway, oh. we all like laughed our heads off because that was oh, definitely really? not, sorry about my microphone, that was definitely not the message of the first scene of the film. The, first, the message of that scene was like, nah, let's never be maids. Let's right. like, you know, move on from there. But anyway, I've never forgotten that because of that hilarious, like Mel could be positive about an, absolutely anything. Um, but also because uh, she probably is listening to this and think that's not what happened at all. But that's how Tim and I remember it <laughs> because we quite often when things are bad, look at each other and go, let's be maids. <laughs> anyway, mm. point being, yes. they probably have – to deal with the most disgusting, horrifying, rude, like all of the oh, above. Could and you so, imagine like doing it oh, in backpackers? Oh, oh, don't even. Oh. Could you imagine what you'd find in the bed at a backpackers? No, no, shush, shush. Let's not and say we did. But fact of the matter is I'm sure finding a refuge in a room like yours would be, uh, you know. Pleasant. Pleasant compared to anything and else. And I hide uncomfortable rubbish. So. What does that oh, no, no, so no, for instance, I know what if that I... means go away. No, it does not mean that. No, 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 no. No, I mean like um my look, my vision of uncomfortable rubbish is more like tags and stuff. Yeah, sure it is. It is, I promise you. I have I have don't have uncomfortable rubbish. No, 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 I mean tags. Yeah, yeah, like so I don't want to look like I've been out shopping and I and I missed the money back. Are you kidding me? No, you're I'm kidding. not. So what I do is fold God, them all you're into. A weirdo. An, what do you mean? You I suppose are, the most uncomfortable rubbish would be, and I'll be, I'll, I'll come clean on this one, would be um, earbuds, right? So yeah. what I do to them is, uh, if I use fold an earbud, them into something. I yeah, I, I'll put them yeah. in a tissue. So that's what I mean by yeah, hiding yeah, uncomfortable cool. rubbish. It's not like, um, oh, I, I've uh, defiled a pair of underpants. No, no, please don't put this. Stuart, we've already talked stuff like about the underpants. <laughs> Is yeah, something and, wrong and, with this podcast? Our, our vibe has been weird today. It's a real. I feel that. I'm actually. It's so I, odd. We feel really weird, but we're back in the same country, so maybe it's just uh, something. I but I feel the same as you. I feel like this is a really oddly paced, odd feeling, <laughs> um, weird podcast. It's I feel, really I feel exactly the same way. So it's at least we're on the same page. It's bizarre about not being on the same page. Yeah, um, but yeah, but we sort of know. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make. And it was supposed to be short today, by the way. 
Uh, I know. I've got a billion things to do. Let's go. Um, what was I going to say? Are we going to do what's in your phone? Because I've got a what's in your phone. Yes. Let's do what's in your phone. Stupid. What is in your phone? It's been a while since we've cracked out one of these bad boys, isn't it? Cracked out a bad boy. It's been a while. <laughs> anyway, you're an idiot. Um, listen, we've yeah. got to be quick because we All just right. said we've got to be quick. Yes. But um, so what am I doing? Yes, this is the saddest story and most depressing story and just horrible. So I'm sorry that it's Great. not an Just upper. to add to the weird show that we've done. That's it. It's exactly yeah. right. It fits perfectly. I was going to do a normal one, but I figured this no, one. No, pull out the weird, crack out the weird ones. <laughs> But it was just one of those examples of something where everybody goes off thinking one thing and it's not necessarily untrue, but that context defines so much stuff. And the internet and the media um, find it really easy to run one narrative and then it runs away with itself and stuff. So the story is about, um, you know, the the thing that happened in um, Portland where – Oh, we'll keep it non-gory for people, but where uh, there were some people doing a good thing, defending, uh, trying to protect uh, some people from racism, and they were attacked and murdered. Right. Right. Um, and it was a, it was it was a horrible, awful thing. Well, apparently there was a story which I was not across about mm-hmm. a guy who robbed one of the, the deceased men. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like as he lay there um, and took so, a bunch of stuff. He um, did his backpack and wedding ring, didn't he? Yeah, from literally pried it from his finger. Like yeah. it just couldn't be worse. And you couldn't hear that story and think that person is like human. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that that is just the most um, – it's a really clear narrative and it's one that, of course, people got incredibly angry about incredibly quickly. Um, and, <clears throat> and so what's happened is – his ex-wife has come out, the man who did this. Well, she hasn't come out And as Well, such. I was about to say, she's, yeah. co- she, she's come out and – but she's come out anonymously because of death threats and stuff yeah. because she does not – because it is such a potent, horrible thing. Um, and she's told the story of this man and he got uh, a couple of – he was commended <clears throat> by the police um, in – he, he, he sounds like up until a point in his life he would have been regarded as a hero. Yeah, uh, just a regular guy. Like, loved hiking, but like a regular married, guy, but like a regular brave. guy who like was in the army and did like brave things, and like he he saved. Uh, so he did he did a few acts for he which he was commended an armed robbery, for bravery. Got by the police, That's bravery. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he's not just like quietly getting on with his life with his you know arm over his homework. He's actually like b- contributed in a positive way to society in uh on the side of good. Right. Yep. But then what happened was he injured himself really badly and he got addicted to um, painkillers and to prescription, prescription drugs. And apparently what happens, um, there's a stat in there that I will forget, about um, how a, a large percentage of people who um, take up heroin in the States um, started doing it because of their addiction to prescription meds mm. because it's cheaper. I mean, that's how broken the system is, right? Yep. So <clears throat> what, that's what happened to him. He did heaps and heaps of prescription drugs and then he became a heroin addict. And then 
he just became a desperate man. Like it kind of happened slowly by the looks of it, but he became an incredibly <clears throat> desperate Completely unraveled human. life. Yeah, it just all came apart for him. Mm. And, uh, you know, it seems like he's isolated even his wife. Uh, you know, he's, he, he, she, he's, she's got a intervention order out against him and all that stuff. Anyway, it is an incredibly um, depressing story because there is nothing to like about it at all. <clears throat> Apart from the fact, I suppose... That these that his loved ones are trying to point out that mm. this is a man who's a victim of a system that doesn't work, and he and, and he's not a completely evil he's, person. He's not a completely evil person. Yeah, mm. and it's just something that it is worth thinking about when you when you read about things, and it, I do it when you read about something in the paper and you think, well, that person, well, good, then that's sorted out. I know what the who the person is to not like in that scenario, and who the person is to like. That one, that is just one of those perfect examples of where the narrative is more um, complex than mm. it seems. Anyway, Stu, told you it was going to be a downer, um, but Thanks. I'm going to put it up because people can, because people, I found it interesting reading. That's why I sent it to you. <clears throat> and um, you obviously were uh, really pleased that I brought it to the table. Well, I was Stu Farrell, to read it. All. People. <laughs> That's uh, that's quite amazing, actually. <laughs> that's a real, a real statement. Yep. Yeah. Um, Stu, we will see each other tomorrow in some form, probably uh, not Orally. visually. Yes. And um, weird. Um, I will. Uh, in the meantime, people can find us at stupidlybig.com. We're stupidly big on iTunes, where you can give us a rating and a review. Please, uh, if you do, tell us how you found out about us. And you can also find us where on social media rather more uh, than we are on our Facebook uh, than our, on our um, website. We're stupidly big on Facebook <coughs> and Instagram, and we're stupidlybig.com. Stu Farrell, I'll Love see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll be vibing slightly less jarily tomorrow. Break it, mate. We'll just call it jet lag. Jet lag, yeah. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> I've got it too. <laughs> it's contagious. Okay, see you tomorrow. Bye bye.